0: I was that kid in school who some of the teachers found annoying who said, wait a second, why am I learning this? Why is this important? How does this help me? Help me understand the practical application of it. And I find when I'm either on the court working with players or whether I'm on the court working with coaches is that's kind of our, our approach is how do we make what we're doing out here really meaningful, really practical.
1: Welcome to the next episode of the pickleball's future i have a cool guest today a guy that's been very involved in pickleball for a long time is an amazing coach and podcaster and has some of the greatest content you can imagine on pickleball you've probably all seen him before i'd like you to welcome mark renison hi mark thanks paul nice to be here i'm so glad you could come i want to give people a little bit of an idea about what you do i know mark owns a company called third shot sports he has, PCI is is the Pickleball Coaching International. I'm going to ask him to kind of give me a little bit of depth on some of these things. He does Pickleball Today podcast. All of these are carried on Selkirk TV, easy place and a free app that you can see them. Mark, give me a little bit of an idea. Let's start with
0: Third Shot Sports. Oh, Thanks, Paul. So Third Shot Sports is the... Is the original company the og if you will years ago 2014 we said look pickleball is growing it's growing like crazy we think that we can contribute something to it and so third shot sports is really um, it's like a home for great pickleball content and sometimes that's online content uh, but sometimes that's me traveling around north america and now the world just got back from australia and delivering pickleball clinics to people of all skill levels ages abilities interests And so third shot sports if we think of it as like the parent company um, that's really what i try to use to help pickleball players to play better very cool and tell me about the about the pci side of it well pickleball coaching international is really sort of the the coach education wing of third shot sports so as pickleball continues to grow so too does the need for really great coaches and as someone who comes from a pretty long history of uh, coaching and of coach education, and as someone who's a certified teacher, um, we thought that we could we could contribute something there. And so Pickleball Coaching International, uh, which people can find at PCIPickleball.com, it really is our coach education and our instructor certification program. And so the way it works is people sign up, they go to PCIPickleball.com, they sign up and they can go through a whole instructor certification program Uh, we have multiple levels they can get insurance which is included as part of it and so pci really is for people who want to help other people play better if you're a pickleball coach or you want to get started that's what pickleball coaching international does very cool you know one of the things
1: i i get an opportunity to talk to quite a few of the real high grade high quality coaches most coaches seem to have sort of a theme or a strategy or a, a, a driver
0: that they use. What is the Mark Renison secret sauce? <laughs> um, I'm not sure it's much of a secret. Look, when it comes to coaching or teaching in general, I try to take an approach that's similar to the way that I would want to be taught, the same way that I would want to be a learner. I was that kid in school who some of the teachers found annoying who said, wait a second, why am I learning this? Why is this important? How does this help me? Help me understand kind of the practical application of it. And I find when I'm either on the court working with players or whether I'm on the court working with coaches is that's kind of our our approach is how do we make what we're doing out here really meaningful, really practical? How do we get to the point quickly? I, mean, I don't know about you, but I hate those videos where, you know, it might be an eight minute video, but it takes three or four minutes to get to the point. And so most of our work, whether it's on court or online, whether it's with players or with coaches, is like, let's get to the point quickly. Let's get to the meat. Let's make it meaningful. Let's be able to justify, you know, if we're saying that A is better than B, let's give reasons why. And I think that's something people have really responded to is like helping them to understand not just what to do or how to do it or why this might be bad, but like understanding the why and whether that has to do with um, strategic things in playing pickleball. Why should you return serve and come to the net? Why should you attempt a third shot drop? Why should you hit cross court versus down the line? Why should you care about putting spin on the backhand return of serve, for example? And I find people really respond. When we get feedback from our players or from our coaches, they really respond to being brought into the process and helping to understand maybe not just what to do, but why mm-hmm. it matters.
1: You know, I, you if you don't know, Mark has a huge following in the sport. Um, one of the things that I, we talk about on this show is really where the sport is going, how it's going to get there. And from a coaching standpoint, you say you came in in 2014. What has been the evolution of coaching, of
0: training development that you've seen to date? I mean, it seems like calling it a night and day difference almost seems like an understatement when i started this whole thing even before pickleball coaching international but when i just came in and thought i could contribute something it was because at the time when i would look around at the pickleball landscape and i would see people coaching out there they were really nice well-meaning volunteers doing the very best they could with what they had but what i observed at the time was that mostly they weren't professional coaches. Sure, They didn't have much training. They were just out there doing the very best right, as volunteers. And while there's still an element of that for sure, and it's a really important element, that we have volunteers that are introducing new players, what I'm seeing on the coaching side is that in the same way that we teach, that we think about um, teachers and coaches as professionals in other sports, whether it's golf, whether it's tennis, whether it's basketball, whether it's even in business, Right, we're starting to see the professionalization of instructors, the professionalization of coaching, and then what that means, well, it means many things. It means um, hopefully more knowledgeable coaches. It means um, people that act in a more professional way than you know just a regular volunteer might. It also means the rising of prices, right? So I remember years ago. To ask someone to pay for a pickleball lesson, you might as well have been asking them to pay for a darts lesson or a bowling <laughs> lesson. Right? It's like, thank you sir, I'm going to take my money elsewhere. Um, you know, a couple years later we started to see it, but there was no way that people would pay the same prices for an hour long uh, pickleball lesson as they would for a golf lesson or a tennis lesson. Because at the time it wasn't really considered the same degree of professionalism. Now that has changed, and I think in many places, if not most, you can expect to pay the same amount for a group or a private pickleball lesson that you would a group private tennis lesson or a golf lesson. Now what comes with that, I think, is that we also then should hold the instructors to a higher standard. Because if you're going to go out and you're going to pay that premium for professional coaching, then you better get it, right? Um, And so, you know, that's where PCI has come in, I think, is to provide tools and resources and training and professional development opportunities for pickleball instructors so that it becomes easier for them to justify charging the prices you would expect to play for another professional.
1: So, now that, that makes complete sense. So now with that having been the 2014 to date plan, what do you see or do you see anything different, evolving, developing
0: going forward as this sport that's exploding continues to expand? I mean, on the coaching side, I think we're going to continue to see professionals come forward. I think we're going to continue to contribute to a body of knowledge. You know, we've done our best at PCI and Third Shot Sports to kind of contribute to that body of knowledge when it comes to pickleball playing and coaching. I think there's other people out there that are continuing to contribute. In terms of the sport itself, I mean, obviously, we're going to see it continue to grow. I think we're going to continue to see more sort of consolidation Um, right now the pickleball world is like pretty fragmented right you've got all these different companies doing their different things you've got different leagues different tournaments different entities all kind of jockeying for market share as they say so I think we're gonna continue to see some consolidation over the coming years I think that um, it's not as easy for people to get into the pickleball marketplace as a business uh, because there's so much competition right seven years ago eight years ago when we started this there was relatively little competition so you could kind of go out there and you could kind of do your thing and you were one of the first to market right Um, now I mean gosh if I was trying to come into pickleball now for the first time um, I think it would be a little bit harder and I think it would also require a really different approach because there's so much I don't want to say it's saturated but there's so many people doing interesting things in pickleball that I think for someone new coming in They're going to have to be really creative with how they establish themselves, how they stand out. And um, I think that's sort of a unique set of challenges that maybe we didn't see, at least not to the same extent, eight or ten years ago.
1: Perfect. Now, let's take swing from the coaching side of things and the business of coaching. For a young player that would be coming into the game, what would you be offering, mentoring, guiding a young player that really wanted to take pickleball seriously in terms of how they would come into the game, would it be similar or dissimilar to any of the other sports? What would your thoughts be with bringing a young pro up?
0: One of the misunderstandings that I think a lot of people have about pickleball is they think it's primarily a game about hitting, right? Hitting the ball. Hitting's like the sexy part of pickleball, right? You go and you hit the ball, that's always the replay. Um, The misunderstanding for a lot of people is that it's primarily a hitting game, a striking sport. It's not. It involves hitting, that's why you make sure you use your good Selkirk paddles to do it. But the real skill of pickleball is moving, is receiving the ball. And you can see that here at Nationals, you watch any high-level pickleball play, the limiting factor is how well you can move. You can have the nicest swing in the world, using the best paddle in the world. But if you can't get to the ball, it doesn't matter. And so anyone um, that was coming into pickleball for the first time, whether it's a kid, whether it's a teenager, whether it's an adult, um, if I was looking to build sort of a perfect perfect pickleball player, hitting is something I'd work on down the road. It's the moving that's gonna really differentiate people. Interesting. And um, it's the agility, it's why we see so many players, they're spending as much time in the gym as they are on the pickleball court, in some cases more. Because at the end of the day, Right, but even out here six hours a day grinding away and you have that gold medal match, the thing that's less likely to break down is your swing and your technique. The thing that's more likely to break down is the movement. And so coming forward, and this is something you know we emphasize in our clinics or we emphasize with our coaches, is like we need to teach people how to move effectively, how to be agile, how to be quick, how to be efficient. And so that's where I would, if I was, you know, initiating someone into pickleball. Um, who had a desire to be an elite player, that's where I would focus first and foremost. Is like, how do we make sure that we can move effectively around the court? And, you know, we know there's a lot of transition from other sports like, say, tennis. That's one of the most common ones. There are a lot of pickleball movements that are similar to tennis, right? There's a lot of crossover, but there's also some important differences. And it's one of the reasons why you see sometimes really strong hitters out here new players to pickleball but they come from a tennis background you watch them hitting balls you think shoot that is a great player and then you watch them in action when they play and they stumble a little bit because they haven't yet fully understood some of the nuanced differences in movement from a sport like let's say tennis to a sport like pickleball so that's where i'd put my money is and my time and my effort is like helping players to really understand movement and then once you've got that then all those other technical skills of hitting the ball you can develop those
1: yeah that that's very cool it's been interesting i've i've really enjoyed watching dylan frazier come up where he didn't come from a tennis background at all but he's risen up through the ranks in his teens with swings and strokes that don't necessarily pertel a a tennis player and yet the job that he gets done is just amazing and his foot speed nimbleness quickness is just insane so that kind of supports yeah, that like, pretty well.
0: Exactly. He's a great example. And there's other players out here who are doing very well on sort of the, the pro stage and who don't necessarily have a racket sports background. Look, and don't get me wrong, there are still like technical skills you need to have when you send the ball. We call those projection skills, how you send that ball. You have to develop those, of course. But you might have the nicest swing when the ball machine's sending it to you or the coach is feeding you balls (laughs) i do (laughs) yeah exactly right and then you go out and it's like wait the ball's not in that perfect place anymore right and that's and that's where honestly the limiting factor is movement and this is true whether we're talking about pros and like the future pros but also just you know regular players at home very often the difference between being a 3-0 and a 3-5 or a 3-5 and a 4-0 is like can you get that one more ball back in play and very often you know if the answer is no well it's because we weren't able to move effectively to get there sure. to set up well sure. so um yeah that's dylan's a nice example of someone who um who because he's such a great mover can overcome certain limitations let's say when it comes to not necessarily having a racket sport background cool
1: You know we've been you've been in the sport a long time i've been in the sport a fairly long time we've seen this meteoric growth and expansion all of which is not perfect as you look into the future what do you what would you like to see happen or is there anything that you would like to see uh the average player understand about where this thing could go and and how it could become the greatest sport in the
0: world i mean look this this is this whole thing has been a wild ride for me as well. Certainly. Third Shot Sports was not something that I just, you know, planned on building and setting up and then PCI. And we said, oh, here's this great grand plan that we're going to unveil over 10 years. Um, This has been a wild ride for me as well. And it's a really um, enjoyable ride. It is pretty interesting and exciting to see how it's changing, whether we're talking about the business side, whether we're talking about the player side. I think that's fascinating. Um, So I think Going forward, I'm not sure there's anything in particular I do want to see. I want to continue to see, like, be part of this wild ride. Cool. But I do think that um, for average players at home who might be listening or watching, I think sometimes, um, because there can be so much hype about the professional levels of pickleball, is that sometimes those players may feel like they're being left out a little bit or their voice isn't being heard. I know when we make our videos for... Third Shot Sports or for Selkirk TV, while we definitely include the pros, we try to show regular people playing as well, because um, you know it's great to be able to go watch Tyson McGuffin or Dylan Frazier or you know name your favorite pro on video, and then for most people, they watch and they say, well, that's great for them. I will never be able to do that, right? And so I think that um, for the average viewer, as they're thinking about the future of pickleball, I know you know myself at least what we're trying to do is we're trying to yes celebrate the pros and celebrate the elite side of the game as it continues to grow but also keep in mind that most people aren't those pros right most people are those regular players who have a great time on the court who play for hours on end and then um you know go and have a cold beverage afterwards with their friends for sure i you know, one of the things that i that
1: i see as i uh, meet and interview a lot of the movers and shakers in the sports is the fact that, that collectively we're seeing everything from this eight year olds to 80 year olds in the game. The pros get a lot of attention and a lot of visibility, but it does set a bit of a tenor or a tone for what's happening in the sport. So I, I, I really in, enjoy that. But I know, now tell me, um, you do camps and you travel in your pickleball. Where are the countries or where are the places that people could see you or find out more about
0: where they can get and get involved with you? I mean, honestly, the best place to check is thirdshotsports.com. That's where we always post the clinic schedule when I'm on the road. Um, all of our social ed- social media, right, at Third Shot Sports, people can see what's going on and what's coming up. Uh, for people who are interested in coaching and doing coach education, PCIPickleball.com is a really great place to go. Um, that's kind of the starting point. And like I said before, our... our instructor certification program is all done online. So that means you don't have to wait for me to come to your town or you don't have to travel or miss work, kind of do it when you want and on your schedule. So PCIPickleball.com and ThirdShotSports.com probably best places to find us.
1: Cool. Well, I told you it was going to be a good one. Mark's a great coach. I want to thank you so much for spending time with us at the Future of oh, Pickleball. Thank pleasure. you, Mark, thank enjoyed you it.